Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Flash on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Flash on Target. We are your hosts. I don't think I've ever started this show. I don't show. think you have either. I think I start it most of the time. Yeah, that's wild. That's awesome. Um, this episode. You did a good job. You did oh, a thanks. good job. I tried to do the flash. I give it a five target. boots. Thanks, man. Five boot opener. Gorilla Grodd. Oh my goodness. Like, he's one of my favorite characters from the comics, first of all. And yeah. so this was a uh, dream come true. And he looked amazing. Oh my goodness. So, um, a few months back, I feel like you referenced a gorilla that was on the 100. Yes. Um, did it? How did it compare to Gorilla Grodd? Uh, this one obviously felt like it was a more, like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they were very similar Yeah. Um, in body structure and in just, like, overall whatever. The, Grodd had more face, facial, like, expression. Yeah. And so they obviously spent a little bit more time on, like, rendering that out a little bit. But as far as, like, textures go and, like, how uh, CG did it look in the environment, it was about the same. Do you think that's how they uh, they legitimized spending the uh, time to create this gorilla so they could use it in both shows? I think probably like it had it, like maybe not that necessarily. Maybe they knew that they were already going to create it for this one. Yeah. But then they were like, but let's try it out mm. in the 100. And plus mm. it, it served a cool uh, a cool plot device in that show too. Mm. So it's because they were being like stalked for like an episode or whatever. Ah, it was very, it was a very, uh, it upped the ante a little bit for some of the plot lines that were in that show. And so like it worked, but it didn't have to be a gorilla. It yeah. could have been any animal yeah. or any, anything really. Um, but it was a gorilla. And so I think they probably were like trying out the chops on, uh, the CG side of the gorilla, uh, on that show. And then learned from whatever they learned. And cause there's, that's a long time that we saw it that like that was before Christmas, I think. Um, Oh yeah, that was, it was a while ago. Yeah. And so it was like before, you know, Christmas, I think that's enough time to where they can, you know, figure out, learn some things, change some things make it better yeah but yeah i mean i it definitely looked like the same kind of model and uh but it didn't have as nearly as much facial expression and like anger uh on the 100 mm. which by the way if, if people haven't watched the 100 absolutely need to check this show out yeah so good um so this episode focused mainly on um gorilla grad but the, the other big storyline was um Iris. Whoa. And okay. So there was two things that were going like there was three storylines that were going simultaneously, which I enjoyed because there was the uh, the kidnapping thing with Eobard and right, Eddie, right? Um, which was a continuation from the previous episode. There was the Iris thing, and then there was Gorilla Grodd. So right. yeah, yes. but yeah, the ones that ran and like collided were Iris and uh, finding out about Barry and Gorilla Grodd. Right. Um, so I and, and honestly, like there, I, I really liked. Um, how that's panning out. Like all of my frustration with this storyline, um, Iris was able to express several times. Oh yeah. Um, which I liked. Um, yeah, man, it was, it, there was a moment, um, whenever she started talking to, um, Joe, Joe. Yeah. It was the, it was whenever she was talking to Joe for the first time and she gets on a roll. Like yeah. once she got going and started blowing up, she got on a roll and literally, Almost at least at the beginning, whenever she started talking to him, every single thing was like, "This is what what we've been expressing uh, about 
her for months. Yeah. Um, about the whole, hey, they're not actually protecting her. They could have, it would have been more protecting her if they'd actually told her yeah. and because she would know what was out there and she could help and she could, you know, do all this stuff. So, I mean, it's it was nice to see all of that. And I have that quote uh, for her later in the show, unless you want me to tell you now. Let's do it now. All right. So she says, did you ever stop to think that looping me in uh, would keep me safe? That if I knew what was going on, I could prepare for it. Maybe I could have help, uh, helped you put the bad guys away instead of being in the way. And, uh, and then he says something to her and then she says, it's not just about Barry being the flash. You knew how Barry felt about me for God knows how long he didn't tell me that either. And then he says, that wasn't for me to tell. That's true. And that's very true. Like I, I, I like I, I was with her right up until the moment where she said that, you know, Hey, you should have told me about Barry. I'm with her as far as they should have told her that Barry was the flash. Yes. I do not think that um, that was Joe's responsibility to tell her that how Barry felt. Correct. I also do not think that she, I would go as far as to say that she could help take down these bad guys. Right. Okay. I know we kind of shoehorned her into this episode trying to help find Grodd. Right. But that doesn't need to continue. Like that's right. That's not her area of expertise. It, but it was nice uh, to see at the end of the episode, like because this one, and uh, this is a really well-written episode because they get all kind of a collided and, and uh, it found her way to put in Gorilla Grodd and it ties in with, with Eobar or like Wells. And then it ties in also with their relationship and the fact that she basically uh, was able to calm um, Barry down and help him fight Grodd mentally. Um, where at the end of the episode, uh, he Barry's talking to uh, Caitlin and Cisco and says, "We, us three, we can handle this. We can do this." And then they say, "Well, actually, this time it was us four. So like, it was nice to legitimize like to for Barry, uh, I think, and Joe. They've been thinking this whole time that Iris is some you know she she can't help her. She's some you know frail little flower or whatever that we can't damage. And so like now it's it's she helped on this time. She was arguably the reason they succeeded. Yeah. And I agree with that. And I think that's mainly because of her relationship to Barry, like how she was able to break through, but that kind of thing isn't needed every single week. Right. And, um, uh, and I'm not saying it is, I'm just saying like, it was nice to see that this episode and it was nice for them to demonstrate to those two characters that she does actually mean something, uh, greater than what they were thinking. I agree. But I also think that the show is setting her up to be part of that team permanently. Hmm. Which I do not like. Hmm. We'll see. I don't know. I I don't know how. Up until this point, they haven't proven that she she f- even f- can do any of this stuff. Slash fits in this world. I know. Like, She's a, she was a terrible reporter. Right. Like her character is not strong in any kind of area. Well, it was also nice. Like okay, on this episode, uh, where whenever we have this weird thing that's happening, right? And we set up very early in the the show that she was interested in all these weird happenings around the town. And so whenever they uh, like needed to know about where is there a gorilla hiding out, right. she's like, you know what? I actually remember from back in the days whenever I was, you know, right. hunting all of the, the weird happenings around town, there was this thing. So it's like, it was a very, she was a very necessary part to this plot. And I agree that I don't know if she really fits in necessarily with the team. That doesn't necessarily mean that she can't play a, uh, 
play a, a more of a role with the team. Right. But I like you're right. It's like to see her going out and doing it. I don't know what role she really fills. I mean, so let's let's give her a reason to be there if she's going to be there. Yeah. I mean, agreed. You know, like to, to me, it's like I would rather, you know, I think what she could have a better argument for her character is to say, you know, I could have helped protect your identity. I could have helped, you know, keep people Which is true. Keep people off your tail. I could have. She was trying to expose him for the longest time. Exactly. She was actively working against him. And so. Right. Um, I think that's what you mean by in the way, too. She was like in the way so many times. I, I would, I would rather, you know, I would rather see her in that role doing what she is passionate about, which is reporting, right. obviously, because right. that's even though, yeah, she was trying to track down these strange signs, she was also writing about them on a blog. Like that's what she's passionate about. Yeah, and I would rather see her use her talent that she's passionate about to help Barry, and rather than. Like, I mean, what's she going to do? Quit her job or just be, run, be running off to Star Labs all the time? So, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if she's going to be involved in the action side of things. I like the I like the dynamic that we've had going on on this show. And because they can juggle so many different scenarios, they have the uh, they have the kind of cop drama type situation going. They have the supervillain stuff going. And they have the mystery with Wells that are going. I mean, those are the kind of ongoing plot lines and ongoing reoccurring things. And I almost think that she could fit into the, you know, trying to expose Wells, just like the other reporter that Wells killed. Uh, yeah. I mean, she can go on the offensive more so than any of the other characters can. And I'd rather do that. I agree. So, I mean, maybe, maybe that's kind of the role that we'll see her fill because everybody, like not everybody on the show needs to be involved in the police work. Cause Caitlin and Cisco, they don't really find themselves in like occasionally. Yeah. They'll find themselves in a situation where they're working with the police. We've seen that and it works. Um, and then Joe, he doesn't have to work with, uh, with the, the lab very often. It's like, uh, you know, that happens every once in a while, but it doesn't have to happen all the time. And then this, the cross section of like, where do those cross with the investigation with Wells? Like all those characters haven't been involved all the time. I mean, we're kind of all hands on deck right now, but that's because we were in crisis mode last week um, and still are. So, I mean, I, I don't see them trying to shoehorn her into either world uh, there, but I do think that establishing her in her own type of a, a situation is going to be the best thing for the, in, for the show, for the team moving forward. I think that's, that's the position they need to put her in. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, as far as Wells go, it was crazy to, uh, to watch his interactions with Eddie. He did, uh, there were a couple, um, things. Oh man, I'm trying to remember them right now. So first of all, he basically told Eddie, you don't mean anything in the larger scheme of things, like in terms of our family. Yeah. Um, and there was something else he told him. Well, he told him that, uh, that, that he, him and Iris were not going to get married. Yes. Like that she was not going to, uh, to accept his proposal or maybe they would get married and it wouldn't work out or something. But I mean, he basically, he let him in on this, the, the future, just a, a selective future. Um, if you will, because I mean, okay, so let's think about this. Had he kidnapped, um, Eddie, he hadn't kidnapped Eddie yet whenever Barry saw the newspaper, right? The first, like last episode. What? He hadn't kid. Like, I just wonder how long can, can Iris's name change on this newspaper? Well, I'm sure it could. So I'm wondering if an action that, uh, Wells has taken has changed her name on this newspaper in order to feed Eddie just improper information, like basically a selective uh, a selective knowledge of the future, um, to get him to do something, to manipulate him in some way. And so, but but if you do that, it changes everything. Like if somebody, you know, 
I don't know. It, it depends on like how much is he changing. And we've asked that before. It's like, we don't know how, uh, what he's changing in the past, um, by just being there and by, you know, and interfering with people's lives like this. We don't know what that's doing to the future. Well, so. Right. Like that's something I was going to bring up is the fact, you know, like as concerned as he was about Barry changing the future, like he's doing a lot like yeah. that, it didn't seem like they were part of the plan, right? And uh, and so I know he he he's keeping track of the, of the future, keeping tabs on it with the newspaper. Yeah, but still, like yeah. he's got to be worried that anything he does is going to change the future. Yeah, I mean, and anything he tells Eddie too, I mean, it's going to change change something. You know, it's going to change how he behaves towards someone, and that you know, it's the whole uh, butterflies and hurricanes thing. Yeah, it's you know? gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how that affects Eddie's relationship with Flash slash Barry. Yeah, that no, he knows. Knowing that, that Iris chooses him in the future. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, Eddie could potentially be another another villain in this whole thing. We just don't know that yet. Like, I don't know. He, there's been something, like, from episode one, there was something uh, that was a little bit off about him. And then I, I started liking him a lot more. And so it would be heartbreaking to see him go over to that side, but it would be pretty compelling television. So, right. Um, something I did want to bring up about Grodd. Uh, it's interesting. Like whenever we have weak villains on this show, um, how the episodes are pretty low key or like we've had like strange villains before, but the, you know, in this episode they give him tons of time. Mm -hmm. They give him like, they have whole conversations where they're standing there talking about him and, and trying to figure out what he's thinking, trying to figure out what's going on. And so you have these, uh, this really strong bad guy. And so like the heroes are best whenever they have like a villain to overcome when, and Grodd definitely feels like a force to overcome. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is that and they've been teasing Grodd since the first episode. Yeah. So that's why I think it feels so substantial and needed to feel substantial. Um, this is something we've been building toward. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see like where we go from here. We have two episodes left. I, I mean... I don't know. I don't know, man. And I don't know what we're going to wrap up to. Like, do we wrap up the Wells thing or, uh, you know, where does that come, come into, uh, into this? Because was this just a delaying tactic? Obviously he was building, what is it? A particle accelerator that Wells is building there. Yeah. I mean, so where is this? Or, is this I mean, underneath the city? Or is it the uh, back door into their particle accelerator? Because. Oh man. Because. I hadn't this, even thought about that. Listen, there was a line earlier who said it, um, he said something about these. All these guys aren't going to stay locked up here forever. Um, oh man, it was uh, uh, it was the general, wasn't it? Yes. Whenever they put him in there, yeah. Um, he made a comment that these people. So, like to me, that is foreshadowing for a prison break. I mean, we've been talking about all season that we're looking looking forward to the prison break. Yeah. And if he's really getting into there, I mean, that would just be a nightmare. That's what I. That's what I originally thought. Wow. Was that that he was somehow like underneath star labs. Well, I don't know how he would have built another particle accelerator without like without anybody knowing. Exactly. I mean, so somebody would have no to build way. it for him. Right, right. And so like there's no way the infrastructure that it would take to build that in a inconspicuous location right would just be impossible, I right. think. Um dude, that's <laughs> wow, that blew my mind just now. Um so prison break next week, maybe possibly, um, or at least there's or an option for it season finale, or maybe does he fire up the, the particle accelerator again? I mean, like, does he fire this thing up or in order to do to the people inside it? Who knows? Give him even more powers. I don't know. Like, I mean, he needs to, he needs to get back to, uh, to his time. And, and whenever he was walking upstairs, he didn't say we're, I'm going back, you know, or whatever. We're going to, we're going to do this basically now. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know what his plan is. I also think that you're right on where he's somewhere 
where Barry wouldn't look for him because they asked, uh, you know, have you any track of him? And he's like, I've looked everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so you've looked everywhere except for right under your nose, maybe. And right. That, that would make a lot of sense if he's just hiding underneath the, uh, the in the sub basement. I mean, he already has like weird rooms, secret rooms. So what's to you know say he doesn't have other secret places that right. he's hiding? So right, yeah. I did think you made a comment that somebody can survive two months without food. I'm not entirely sure that that's uh, that's the the uh, uh, accurate timeline. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you had water. I thought it was three weeks without food, three days without water, and th- yeah. I mean, it's like I don't know. I mean, that seems more realistic. Yeah. I thought that that was like I feel the like rule could, of like threes like or could, something like that. You could survive more than three days without water. Or sorry, without food. Yeah, without food, totally. Like, but it's without water. Like, so three weeks without food or whatever. It's and probably then, three, three. Yeah, probably three weeks without food, three days without water. And then it was uh, th- like three hours without something else, like without air. No, yeah, no, like hope or something like that. Like <laughs> hope. So anyway, um, <laughs> let me figure it out. Yeah, but it, I, I really, that was a weird. He he mentions that to Eddie because Eddie's like, "You bring in some food." He's like, "I'm super hungry or I'm starving." He's like, "You know that a humans can survive two months without food," and he, and I was like, "What? Where did that number come from?" Um, okay, it looks like it's uh, it's. In a harsh environment, you have three hours to survive without shelter. Okay. Uh, three days without water. Three yep. weeks without food. Yeah. So it's possible. Yeah. So three weeks, but it's like not two months. He like said. He, he said, said two, two months. months. It was weird. I immediately was just like the uh, <laughs> the runner slash watcher of Man vs. Wild was just like, nope, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> that sounds unless, like that's an unless. Anti- because he's like the reverse Flash, something's different for him. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's referencing something like that. I have no idea. That just seems outrageous to make that statement. Anyway, <laughs> completely irrelevant. Um, anything else? I mean, I, I loved Iris in this episode. This was the first episode where I really like was just like, man, Iris is... Like, since early in the season, I think the first two or three episodes, it was just like Iris was on point. Yeah. And it was just awesome. And I really loved that. And I was rooting for the relationship with her and Barry and things. And then this is the first time back where it's like after they've mishandled her for so long. Yeah. Um, this is the first episode where I'm just like, yes, let's do this. Let's let's keep her character in, in this kind of a zone where yeah. she's awesome. I mean, this is all I wanted anyway. I wanted yeah. everyone to know who Barry was and yep. stop, stop the line. Like that just gets frustrating. And she even voiced the fact that it it's it's frustrating you know and uh, i wonder if she's talking to joe yeah and uh and so it's uh it's cool that she knows it'll be interesting to see where we go from here in terms of their relationship you know she doesn't trust him at all which i wouldn't right. either no. and then no reason um, to trust either of them right now no and then you know she she does know like how barry really feels but still doesn't and knows how she she feels but doesn't really know how to act on it or what to do you know so yeah. it'll be interesting to and now it's not like eddie will be treating her like normal because he thinks that she's going to leave him at any moment, you know? Yeah. And so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see where that relationship storyline goes. Yeah. And if Eddie is being built up to be this villain or if he, you know, potentially, uh, you know, takes over for Eobard in some weird way, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's, there's a lot up in the air right now. Yeah. I and mean, will he start actively working against Barry? I don't know because he's he's a good guy. Like at his core, like he is a good guy, and he knows that uh, Eobard is d- not a good guy because he's right. killed people, you know. Right. And it's like, and and Eddie being the nice guy that he is, I can't see him um, in the current state, even with a broken heart, um, justifying killing people or hurting people or you know being evil. 
Yeah. So I don't know. It's yeah. So how many boots, Chris, for this episode? Oh, I give this five boots. Five boots for sure. This was a great episode. Yeah. Such a good one. Um, got some quotes. We have uh, before Iris told uh, Barry uh, that she knew. She says, I'm finding it pretty hard to trust the Flash right now. And then Barry goes, well, then trust me. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. There's a lot of that going on yeah. right before that. And it was like it, I immediately jumped to, okay, so if they keep this rolling for episodes, it's going to get old yeah. really fast. And I'm glad that they didn't. Bravo for them for uh, not not letting her not tell them. Right. Um, and then we have, we have this one right here from uh, – Oh, where is it at? I just lost it. I'm sorry. Uh, we have Joe who says, I can't believe I'm down here searching for a supernatural gorilla. I'm terrified of regular gorillas. <laughs> and then uh, we have Cisco who is down there in the horrifying uh, scene where he says, if I hadn't seen Jurassic Park, I wouldn't be nearly as frightened right now whenever the water was shaking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then let me see. We have the Iris uh, quote where she's talking to Joe and Joe says, I was just trying to keep you safe. And she says, I'm getting really sick of that excuse. Yeah. And it's, yes, that is a, as an accurate thing. I was another one of those. Yes. Thank you for saying it moments. Um, last one, a virus who says, uh, I know that everything you do is out of love. So love me enough to never lie to me again. That's what she said to her, her dad. It's it's a very, very good quote. The, uh, the one quote that stood out in my mind was the, uh, Grod, uh, what do you say? Grod hate banana. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. <laughs> I love it. Because you totally didn't expect it either. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, Grod is just a super awesome villain. I hope he shows up again. I do too. And often. Yes. So, yeah. Um, that's it for this week. Uh, unfortunately, next week we will not have a flash on target for you. I am going out of town. Yeah. Um, we're it'll, going to have it'll to. It'll probably be uh, later, like the next week. Like, is it literally a week from then? I was just going to say that. Okay, yes. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, I don't even remember what I was saying. But yes, it'll be the next week. Okay. Um, and uh, we will get that up as soon as we can. Yes. Um, possibly earlier in the week. It won't be... Maybe. Stay tuned to the Twitter to find out. We'll... Yeah, yeah. We have... Basically, we have a... Uh, uh, Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland review. Yeah, Tomorrowland review going up on our main podcast. So, I don't know. Things will get thrown off, but we will have all the podcasts for all the episodes up hopefully by end of next week. Yep. Um, we've also got, uh, the arrow on target podcast and, uh, that is, uh, is winding down the season of both of these things is winding down. We've got two more episodes of uh, flash. Yep. We've got one more episode of arrow. Yep. Uh, make sure you check out this week's episode, uh, about arrow and all of the epic things that were going down over there. We also talked about star Wars on our main podcast this week and, uh, and all of the, rumors and casting information about that um we we talked about the comics we talked about a lot of stuff over there so make sure you check that out at stayontargetpodcast.com that's right well i think that's it for this week you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on twitter at chris right 250 and john right 777 and at stay on target pod that's it for this week we'll see you next time on flash, flash on target, on target.